Hello everyone and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager and we're going to be rolling out something a little bit different here. So obviously you can tell it is just me. And this is going to be a new segment that me and Jay are both going to do individually called, well mine's going to be called at least, This is the Utah Jazz Show. And I know if you've been watching the podcast for a while, you'll remember the famous quote, Ethan, this is not the Utah Jazz Show. Well, what do you know? We got something here brewing. Um, this is the Utah Jazz Show. Basically what this series is, is me and Jared decided that we're going to be talking about our favorite teams because, you know, in the normal news podcast, we want to cover everything for everyone. So we don't really get to talk about our teams all much too often. So this will give a chance primarily for me, obviously, as you know, to talk about my favorite teams. So we're going to be covering college football, NFL, college basketball, and NBA basketball. So at least for me, I don't, I can't really. I kind of know what JR's favorite teams are, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But for me, college football, you obviously know Alabama Crimson Tide, college basketball, Duke Blue Devils, NFL Pittsburgh Steelers, and NBA the Utah Jazz, as you all know. So I'm just gonna be get, talking probably five to ten minutes about my favorite teams, and this is also just a little more for consistency reasons, as you know we haven't been posting as much, so this just gives a little something out there for the viewership. So we're going to start off where we always start with the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coming off a controversial 27-29 win over the Chicago Bears this past Sunday. I'm recording this on Friday, November 12th, just as a reference. So, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers game obviously took the lead early up, 14-3 at halftime, I believe. And, you know, things just went downhill from there for the Steelers. Obviously, some very controversial calls, including a low block by the Bears' offensive tackle, I think last name Daniels, that, you know, was a bit controversial. And then obviously the big one was the taunting call on former Steelers linebacker Cassius March. And I just wanted to touch on this a little bit. Um, you know, I, I, I see both sides of this story. I don't, if I was the referee in that situation, I don't think I would call that taunting. You know, I've seen people or players do worse and there would be no repercussions for that. So I understand, you know, the NFL is trying to uphold this new whole I don't know, taunting policy thing, and, you know, it's been obviously very, overall, not been too much approved by the um, NFL fan base, so, I mean, I understand the referee's decision, because he's upholding the, the league policy, but at the same time, I don't know if I agree with the league policy, but nonetheless, you know, as they always say, a win's a win, Steelers sitting at 5-3 and three right now, and like I said, it's Friday, so the Ravens lost 22-10, to 10, I believe, last night to the Dolphins. So there's a huge opportunity here. If the Steelers beat um, the Detroit Lions on this Sunday, um, they will officially be the leaders of the AFC North. And I know definitely me and 100% JR did not see this coming um, after the Steelers started off 1-3. So this is definitely a big a big surprise. And I, at least for me, a, a, a good surprise, you know. So... Yeah, the Steelers. The Steelers are looking good, and the you know they're winning a lot of these close games. But you know they always say the win is the win. Doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you win, that's all that matters. There's no style points, and Steelers sitting five and three. So who knows? Anything can happen um, after this game. And after this game, it'll be officially the halfway point for the season. Um, I believe, at least for the Steelers. You know, some teams have to buy it, but. Um, so that is kind of the NFL Steelers news. Um, 
Also, I should point out maybe a couple little injuries here. Um, Chase Claypool, uh, a couple minutes ago, went out of the game against the Lions with a toe injury, although believed to be initially season-ending. Um, he's considered week-to-week at this point, so that's at least a little bit of good news for the Steelers faithful. Um, and then also Eric Ebron coming off a hamstring injury for the past couple weeks. Um, apparently he's been full, fully practicing the past couple the past couple days, and um, unless otherwise all signs seem to be playing in some capacity against this game, in this game against the Detroit Lions. So that's very exciting to see indeed. All right, so we're going to go on to college football right now. Alabama Crimson Tide, obviously the team I'm going to be talking about. Um, 20-14 win over LSU this past Saturday. So um, obviously not the result I was looking for in that game. I mean, I wanted, I wanted more of a big win. But again, I'm going to go back to the thing. A win is a win. So, I mean, but still at, at home against LSU, who was 4-4, four four, um, you, you should have won that game by a little more. I mean, I understand, you know, they ran a fake punt the first play. Um, LSU, obviously, their head coach is leaving at the end of the year. They really got, and they're 4-4, four and four, they really have nothing to lose at this point. They're just playing to win games at this point. Um, so... Yeah, and then they and then the poll, uh, the college football playoff poll came out, and Alabama is sitting at number two with obviously Georgia being the number one team. So that is something to keep in mind. Um, assuming both teams went out, they would meet in the SEC championship game. Um, obviously, Alabama would have to win that game in order to secure a spot in the playoff. Um, even if Georgia does lose that game, I still envision them getting in the playoff. So. There could be a potential for two SEC teams to get in the playoff, although, you know, the college football playoff committee uh, has put off shocking things before um, in those final rankings, so you just never know how that's going to go. So hopefully Alabama takes care of business and I don't somehow beat Georgia, which right now, I'm going to be honest, I don't really see happening, but never say never. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about Alabama. There's not too much going on in they. They play New Mexico State tomorrow. Again, I'm recording this on Friday. So hopefully New Mexico State's um, a good game for them to have a complete game and just come out with a huge win, which is what they need right now is to build some confidence. All right, that's it for the world of football. And I just want to mention something real quick. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this at the start of the podcast, but I'm looking to make this a weekly thing, just obviously for consistency reasons, and that way you know, there's just still stuff on the podcast that we're putting out, so we want to just keep keep it going so this is a good way to do that even if it's just short 10 minute 15 minute episodes this is still a way for us to get our ideas out to the uh, viewership right now all right we're gonna move on to yeah let's go to the nba so the uh obviously the utah is that now we're going on to the utah jazz show which you know a lot of people that have watched this know all about um so the utah jazz this past week on Sunday, they lost to the Orlando Magic 100 to 107. On Tuesday, November 9th, they beat the Pacers, or sorry, no, not the Pacers, the Hawks 110 to 98, and then they lost the Pacers just last night 100 to 111. Obviously, if you know anything about NBA basketball or you follow it to some degree, you know that there was a definite um, incident between primarily Rudy Go center Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz and center Miles Turner for the Indiana Pacers both got into it. Um, during a play and ended up being with Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, and Donovan Mitchell, um, the latter two of the Utah Jazz, being ejected from that game. Um, 
you know, I watch the replays. Um, I mean, I, I, I get Rudy and Rudy Gobert and obviously Miles Turner getting thrown out. So, and then Mitchell and Ingles, I actually respect, I don't, I know they got thrown out, but they, they stood up for their teammate. I saw something today. It's like, they're like a family. And I think that's a great way to see it. Um, they're just like a big family and they're going to defend their players. Um, they're going to defend their players and teammates. So I appreciate Ingles and Mitchell. I know they got ejected, and that's maybe why we lost that game. But, um, you know, the Jazz are still 8-4, and four, still have a strong, strong team, especially with Jordan Clarkson on coming off the bench. So I'm just going to give next week's schedule here. Tomorrow on Saturday, they play the Heat. Tuesday, they play the Sixers. Thursday, they play the Raptors. And then the following Saturday, they play the Kings. I don't know if I'll be able to cover that Kings game or not. But... Yeah, so that's a little bit about the Utah Jazz. Obviously looking strong um, as we continue on through the season. And we'll see where that ends up. Obviously another favorite um, in the Western Division um, with teams like the Warriors who've been playing absolutely amazing these past couple of games. So it's going to be a really interesting um, time in the Western Conference. All right, and then the final thing I know, I'm keeping this to the 10 to 15 minute thing. I'm not trying to go over um, college basketball. The Duke Blue Devils had their first game this past Tuesday against Kentucky. They win it 79-71. to Very competitive game from both sides. I really appreciate that. was a very fun game to watch, in my opinion. Um, and just looking at some stats here, Trevor Keels and Paolo Bancaro. Um, Trevor Keels had 25 points and 10 of 18 shooting, and Paolo Bancaro had 22 points and 7-11 shooting. 7-11 shooting. Obviously, those are two freshmen coming into their first game in the Champions Classic against Kentucky, who obviously one of the better one of the better schools in the nation right now, too, as well. So really excited to see them perform at that high level, and yeah, it was just it was just amazing to see, um, especially even Wendell Moore six of ten for shooting, just all around good shooting for the Blue Devils, apart from the three point line when they shot one for twelve. So. The good news is they have a chance to make that up tonight. They have a game against um, Coach Mike Shevsky's former alma mater and the team he formerly coached at Army. Um, obviously, if you didn't know, and if you don't know about college basketball, um, this is Coach. Well, I call him Coach K. This is Coach K's final year coaching the Blue Devils, and he will be retiring after the end of this year. So this is a chance to play his alma mater, which I'm sure will be a pretty emotional game, and I know I'll probably be tuning into that game. So. Yeah, be on the lookout for that game. That game, um, Duke is a 25.5-point favorite. Just going to throw that out there. But, you know, I've seen weirder things happen. But I don't really know if there's anything else I wanted to discuss because, you know, I've just, I just wanted to introduce this and kind of do a dry run of this and see how this goes. And, you know, I, I like I said, I hope to make this a weekly thing. But um, we'll see how that goes. You obviously know that we're very non-promising when it comes to timetables so i will try to, my best to uphold this and yeah and yeah that i think that's all i wanted to talk about today so for double fm sports i'm ethan fager and i am signing off